0: Hi everybody, how are you? Welcome to another Trans Tuesday. I am going to um, double check and make sure that we are in fact live. Um, So heading into the My Feminine Heart page on my phone, if you're watching me now, we have had so many issues going live on the last several Tuesdays. The internet is so crazy overloaded. Um want to make sure that oh looks like I am up like I'm watching myself on my phone so uh, we do have a special guest joining us tonight. um very excited about that, so I am going to be uh hanging out here in the software. Hi, Tracy, how are you? Welcome back, so glad you could make it. Tracy was on my live earlier today. So I wanna thank everybody who made um, this live possible, if this does work, when our guest joins us, when she chimes in. Um, So we have tried a number of things. Uh, First, Trans Tuesday was with our girl, Megan Hayes, and um, need to message Megan, let her know she is um to be thanked for all her help tonight so um have tried zoom to facebook and that has worked half the time so if you have watched our trans tuesdays religiously for the last month and it has been a month that we've been doing this this is our fourth one uh, the first one worked amazingly. And then the last two have just been a total, like, disaster, but in a really fun way. So I literally, like, panicked the last minute, had to put my phone on my tripod to film, um, you know, like me talking beside a computer screen. So today, um, and, and, uh, what we did the second TransSUSE day when that failed, it failed as a Zoom and the third one we actually tried going a direct Facebook live route Um, but it seems like the Facebook software and configuration changes a lot and it doesn't always work and it depends if you're on like phone or computer or you know iOS or Android or whatever your deal is so um, big big shout out and big thank you to my neighbor I have this phenomenal neighbor her name is Teresa Lacy says she's a friend and a client And uh, she is a pink Cadillac driving Mary Kay rep. She is so successful. She has been doing Mary Kay for like 19 years. Hi Samantha, how are you? Um, So uh, Teresa is the one. She has um, been doing her work virtually. So she's still killing it for Mary Kay and leads a huge team of people under her. She's phenomenal. And she does sales tips all the time, or I should say beauty tips. So um, look for Teresa Lassise if you ever wanna catch her. She does these beautiful like Tuesday tips. Um, Like she has done her makeup routine and her skincare routine, kind of some of the similar stuff that I do, but she comes from a very different perspective with a very, Specific like routine and product line. So she's phenomenal. She recommended what we are on right now, which is StreamYard.com. So we'll see by the end of this podcast if we are happy with StreamYard. So um, Hi, Stephanie. How are you? I love this. I'm like seeing all the comments come through in StreamYard Uh, So tonight's outfit I had to I was told I needed to text my mom and let her know uh, when I was gonna be live So I'll text her again I'm literally texting, I'm live mom, because she keeps telling me that she's looking for me on Facebook. And um, I think the rules with Facebook is if you are doing things from a business page and you are not paying to advertise, they are not helping like promote you. So, all right, our special guest is trying to log in. We'll see when she pops up. So this look is for mom. I talked to mom this week and she is uh, one of my patrons, one of the few uh, helping keep my feminine heart going. So thank you, mom. And she said that I need to bring Rhoda back. So for any of you, let me see a comment. Y'all remember, rhoda remember mary tyler moore uh that was certainly my childhood of course not the first run through but then the nick at night version um but yeah so uh this is my barbara streisand stars born sweater that i have owned for years and years um so very kind of like that hippie era And I'm a big fan of scarves, and you probably have noticed that I have been wearing them more and more in the videos to cover up the grays. So this is for mom because she said she wants me to do a My Feminine Heart tutorial on how to wear scarves. Hey mom, you. Oh, know, thank you. She says I'm looking good. Um, so yeah, mom, this is for you. I will create a scarf tutorial and get that up on my feminine heart soon. But yeah, I have a drawer full of these. Um, definitely a fan, and especially if you see me, you know, doing my videos, you'll see that I have curly hair. So, um, frizzy a lot of the times depends on the weather. Today we've had a crazy weather day. Very rainy very humid and this has been like a perfect way to just combat all of that so i hope that you guys are doing well that you're staying healthy and happy so excited to have you uh here with us today well with me for now so had a really really fun day i've got to tell you um i'm turning a corner i have changed my mental attitude uh, in regards to the pandemic i don't know if it would help anybody else out there but I said to my husband the other day, I, I said, I think that I would have had a different attitude through this if they had just told us from the beginning, get ready for a really rough year. Not we're gonna lock down for two weeks, we're gonna lock down for three weeks or just one more week of businesses closed and one more week of you know kids staying home from school. I think in the beginning, if they said it's gonna be hell, we'll buckle up and we're gonna get through it together. Um, I, I would have done a little better the last few weeks, but I think it's that constant. Are we going back? Are we going back? When's life coming back? So I don't know if this helps anybody out there, but, uh, this week I changed my attitude. I have now have the attitude that for the next year, it's going to be rough. Um, don't know when I will return to work. Don't know even when we're allowed to return to work, when my clients will be able to afford me since my clients are. Uh, Largely so many small business owners and it looks like our special guest is coming in Hi, (laughs) I Kim. I made it. Oh my gosh.
1: That was a lot harder than it should have been.
0: Oh my goodness So, thank you so much So I was just telling everybody how I changed my mental attitude My attitude at this point is I'm in this for the long haul Not expecting the quarantine to be lifted not expecting the virus to end anytime soon not expecting to go back to work so if that's my attitude Whenever it does happen, I will be happily surprised and it will be amazing. But I'm just buckling down that it's going to be hell for a year. And somehow that's making me smile more than is it next week? Is it the week after? (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think it'll be interesting because there's a lot of new things that are coming out. You know, just being able to do this, though, it's not new technology wise. It is new for social interaction. And I think that we're going to this is going to become of a thing that we're used to and we get comfortable with and we'll find that it's not as traumatic as uh as it is for us the first month of it or whatever
0: yeah there are some really beautiful things um i did not think that um you know i didn't think i was an introvert turns out i am And there's a lot of times I turn down or I don't I get stressed about going out and being social because I feel like I should be home doing work or doing something productive. And it's really hard for me to socialize during the work day, even though I have that flexibility. So I have friends that a lot of friends like me who are business owners will have alternative schedules, too. And they'll be like, hey, do you want to grab coffee on Tuesday? I'm like no I'm working <laughs> like, or do you want to grab a drink Wednesday night like no I work out on Wednesday nights like I'm so in my routine but being able to do this to talk to you like this over Zoom this takes all that stress away and I think a lot of my stress is we do not live right in town so for me to go do something like that to meet somebody for coffee or for a drink it feels like it's this big commitment like it's like a half a day even though it's a 20-minute drive, but it's like the drive time and and all of that. I love the ability to just get online and and see you and say hello.
1: Zoom is a pretty cool thing. I mean, you've been part of uh, some of the get-togethers that we've had. You know, get you know a half a dozen, dozen people together, and just you know grab a drink, and it's almost like you're sitting around a table that's the size of the continental United States, but you yeah. know the conversations the same, and the the smiling faces, and the, the the exchanging of ideas, and laughing. It's it all comes from the same place,
0: and it's bringing us together so much, right? Sure it's those um the Friday night happy hours. I mean, we've got girls up in Alaska, and to you know to see what they're going through up there. You know, it's amazing. So you know, I see a comment from Tracy Ashley. Um, you know, she says that's a good attitude, but it's it's hard to deal with it it is girl it is it is very hard like this is not an easy time and you'll see a lot of positivity from me i try to be a positive person um i we have the beautiful kimberly moore joining us tonight who's um living the dream life and you know i I think it's a very positive inspiration but i can tell you that you know um i've tried to be very real lately in the last few weeks on my facebook posts and try to share like yeah i had a rough day or had a lot of drinks or had a lot of tears or, or whatever it is because I don't want you to think I don't want you to think this is fake this is a hundred percent positive and happiness right now but it's not always that way for me
1: I think that's a, a a key point too is I've used Facebook a lot as kind of my therapist anyways and I've put out some of those things of when you're hurt and when you're not and that's when your friends kind of come and see you so as a, a an introverted type person Uh, you know, when you put out that, I'm not feeling it right now. You know, you're, you're sometimes you're shocked at people coming to your rescue and just saying one or two words that'll lift you up and and keep you going and going in the right direction.
0: Yeah. And you know, my mom, she's watching us and there've been a couple of times that I've been very real on social media posts and she's messaged me and she's like, Oh sweetie. Oh no. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm not dire, but I want to put out there that I'm having a rough time because I when I do that, I always get the messages back of, hey, one, the hang in there. It creates a community. But two, hey, it's not I had a rough day, too. And it it means a lot to me to know that I'm not going through it alone either.
1: Yeah. So. When you can share that with somebody, it it really does.
0: Yeah, so Kim, thank you so much. The reason um, Kimberly Moore is with us tonight and she's so gracious um, with her presence this evening because she's had a very long day and is like, are you like, I know you wanna go cook dinner and did you just get back from one of your jogs on the beach?
1: I I did, yeah, I had a really nice run and the rain had come through, uh, just one of those ocean squalls or whatever. most beautiful rainbow that I have seen in the longest time. So it was just kind of the perfect ending of a day of seeing that rainbow and just kind of giving, letting me give that big exhale of, all right, you're still here. You're still, you you know, things are still good and, you know, appreciate your little blessings.
0: They are. And, you know, I think that's what This pandemic has done to us. It makes you appreciate the little things even so much as like that meme that people put out that I now identify with where it's like invite me to everything and I'll come I promise this time I won't bail, (laughs) because the memes I used to always see was adulting is making plans, getting stressed about it and getting very relieved when those plans get canceled. And now I just can't wait. I'm like, please, just now, finally, invite me out. I, I promise I'll come. I might be stressed about it, but not as much as I was before because I know not to take it for granted.
1: So what's really ironic is, like, before I transitioned, I was a very, in, I was an outgoing person, but I was very introverted. So I could, you know, engage with people, but still internally, I just didn't want to connect. So I, w- I remained kind of aloof from everybody that was around, even though I could. You know, sit and talk and, and have a good conversation. So I hated social events and environments. It was kind of like I was mandated to go to. Since transition, I found out that I'm actually very, very extroverted, and I do love talking, and I do love going out and meeting everybody. And of course, then we decided to throw a pandemic, which keeps me indoors. So this is, this has been kind of a, a challenge for me as well. Because yeah. now I feel I feel very close in. So to fight that, I just I, I'm a orderly person, but I'm very disorganized. If that makes any sense. No,
0: that makes no sense. <laughs> so you
1: so, so I I can't stand not having things in an order and a schedule, and that's one of the reasons why I did teleworking before, and I, and, and I and it didn't I didn't do very well at it because I needed that structure and and that you know, very rigid environment. Well, the same with my lifestyle. You know, I have to have that for my house and, but I'm messy. So I have the world's messiest closet. So I decided I'm going to take everything out of the closet and, uh, you know, clean it out and organize it and put it by color and everything. So my life will be a lot easier. Uh, however, last night I had this nightmare because half my bed is taken up by, you know, my 56 individual skirts and 32 dresses and stuff. And I had a dream that I was crushed in an avalanche of clothes last night. And so between between work and email and stuff like that, I've been trying to pick through my clothes and pick out the winter ones pick out the summer ones, pick out the ones that for some reason, when they were hanging in my closet shrunk a couple sizes and they won't fit over my fat ass anymore. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to get it back, put it back in the closet before I get crushed in an avalanche. So it's- hopefully I won't be that girl. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So the two things have happened to me that like that since the coronavirus that you're relating to, like one, I have the weirdest nightmares. Now I literally will wake up in a sweat and my nightmare was that somebody was trying to hug me like at a grocery store and I didn't want to hug them. <laughs> like Especially like the first month I had all my nightmares were like, like social distancing nightmares like that, like, cause it was also new. Um, but clothes, yeah, I'm dying with clothes. I used to be, um, I used to have a, a lot of clothes and then I had really pared it down. Only what I wore, only the classic staples, um, only the the good quality clothes. And because I was so limited in my exposure to people, you know, I met somebody for coffee or a sales call, like different people, but I wasn't in an office every day. So I didn't need a full wardrobe. You know, if I photographed one event a week, I could wear that same outfit every Saturday. Like, it was fine. So, um, yeah, now I literally, I went shopping today. Um, (laughs) My girlfriend's wardrobe, so our, you know, our fashion expert, Alexandria Hammond, does a special sale of Facebook Live every Tuesday through Friday. And she sells consignment clothes, but at high-end prices. And she is doing Facebook Lives, but I don't think she's been able to um, empty out her store to the um degree she used to before with the foot traffic oh. so she she needs to transition her seasons of clothing and she still has too much winter stuff and she did a sale today she dropped everything 50 percent and i literally i've never done this like i've watched her sales but i never participated it was so fun i mean literally stuff's like nine dollars and i'm just typing there like number 48 sold number 36 sold <laughs> because i'm oh. now i I do so much content. I'm on Facebook so much now. I'm doing the interviews so much. You'll see my whole wardrobe. Like I need, I don't even need clothes to last forever. I just need to close for like one or two, um, interviews and then I I can donate it again.
1: Yeah. This, the, the, you know, being, um, stuck at home has, has helped my, my pocketbook because shopping really is kind of like a release for me and you know I've got like I said I got 50 something skirts who wears if I wore once that's like a whole you know a couple months worth and I never wear the same one but I have like this this bond with all my clothes especially since since transition I don't have to do that purging process that I used to do and for some reason letting go
0: Oh, kind of. Oh, did you freeze? I got you back.
1: I I did. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually getting ready to run out of batteries here, so I might have to go.
0: You know what? I see one comment, and then I'll let you go if if I have enough time for you. I see some comments coming in. So Liam Master says hi, girls. Chloe Webb says hi, Cass and Kim. Ashley Brundage says you are not orderly. Laugh out loud. Um, so a special young person um, named Tracy Ashley, who's um, I think might be a teenager, is young enough, cross dresses, doesn't know if they will want to transition someday, just messaged me today for the first time. And um, she's one. she posted, she said, um, my parents are going through a divorce right now on top of all of this. And that's why I started to reach out to the transgender community. They make me feel so much better about myself. And um, so Kim, um, her battery is running low. Uh, She has a beautiful um, journey of transition interview that's gonna be out on the podcast on Friday. Uh, Kim, if you have enough battery to last here for Tracy, um, you had shared one of the things that really connected you to the community was something really tough and tragic you were going through personally before you had decided to transition. Would Would you mind sharing with Tracy what your story, that part of your story? Well, um,
1: well, uh, you, I during my transition process, really from probably about a three-year period, I lived like a whole life within that three-year period. Uh, you know, my youngest daughter uh, was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, you know, st- w- was going through a divorce myself. Uh, you know, the the process of even coming out and you know, accepting myself of that, that this is part of me and not just, uh, you know, lack of self-control or lack of self-discipline was, was a hard enough process as as it, in and of itself. So, um, oh, dang it, (laughs) shit.
0: Your battery? It's okay, Kim, thank you so much for for joining us. Tracy, so I can tell you, I don't know if we'll get Kim back, Um, but yeah, Tracy, I'm so sorry. First of all, divorce is awful. Um, I grew up with a lot of, surrounded by a lot of divorce. It was not easy. It's still not easy. And, um, you know, one of the things that Kim had shared with me was that, I think we've lost her, there we go, Um, is that uh, she had before she transitioned, her daughter, Caroline, had developed uh, childhood pediatric cancer. And it was her friends in the community who really stood by her and, um, you know, became a big support system and how much that meant to her. And they helped fundraise for um, the treatment. And, you know, so I, you know, I actually finally got to meet her beautiful little one at, in uh, September, at a transgender meetup, and her daughter uh, was the belle of the ball, absolutely stunning. So excited to be a part of the community. So proud of um, you know of of her D. She calls her D. Of Kim, and um you know everybody I knew her and loved her and threw their arms around her because they all were a part of her cancer with her even if she didn't know at the time because Kim had not yet transitioned and she she didn't know everyone then and she was very young um the community is what held her together so divorce is not easy the pandemic is not easy nothing we're going through is easy right now but keep holding on keep reaching out Don't let yourself feel alone um, because this is a community that will love and support you, even if they never get to meet you in person, even if it's only online. These are these are your people. And it's okay if you decide that transitioning in the future is not for you. You have your own journey. You pursue your own life path. Uh, Follow your heart. So that's one of the most important things that I think anybody in the community will tell you is it's a long journey. Take a breath take your time, enjoy the journey, make as many friends as you can. This is a phenomenal community to, to make friends with. And, um, and yeah, don't be, don't be afraid to reach out. So, oh, Kim might be, Kim might be back. Let me see. Are you back?
1: I am back. I had to go to a different location so everybody can see what i'm talking about
0: oh my yeah. god <laughs> ashley you're right she is not orderly <laughs> like, um and stephanie's word would like to know if she can have a couple of your skirts
1: oh i was gonna ask her that
0: <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah because stephanie
1: always has the cutest most wonderful things out there yeah she's she's one of my muses that i always smell like god. love i love when she posts because you know there are a few girls out there like her and heidi and stuff like that that when they post something i'm like that's a good idea i'm gonna have to try that so
0: yes stephanie has always been very fashionable um from the first time i photographed her i just thought wow what what a beauty and just inside and out but i do love her style i love your style too Um, yeah every time i see you it's funny i was saying to somebody i never remember what you're wearing like specifically I just remember that you looked gorgeous, period.
1: Thank you. That's the goal. And I think we should call this episode In Bed with Kimberly Moore.
0: So this is actually, this is your bed right here. I was thinking it was some like enormous couch. Oh, this is my bed. Yeah, let me, can I see that pan again? I think I would have nightmares about clothing, too. (laughs) Yeah that's you know uh, what you've got to you. work
1: in progress I've only been working on this for like three days now
0: oh wow oh my you goodness
1: can't you can't rush this
0: <laughs> yeah. so what are you gonna do with all the f- space you're freeing up
1: <laughs> probably go shopping <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love um yeah so it's funny with you know you're saying not spending with the credit cards my husband and i were walking our dog yesterday and he was so excited he's like i bet our credit cards are so low because we're not out spending any money i'm like well actually i've been doing quite a bit online (laughs) so i
1: i've never really enjoyed online shopping like i can like i can tear up a macy's but going through photo after photo after photo just just doesn't feel right, especially when you can't really judge the colors as well. Uh, but I'm learning,
0: I'm having a good
1: time learning it.
0: Well, um, and you it,
1: know, it, it opens working. up a lot of other stuff too. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, and there's stuff that I'm more comfortable kind of shopping for than others. Like I love the my girlfriend's wardrobe. I mean, normally I would be there trying it on, but today I was so comfortable saying sold, 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 because at for $9 a top, um even if it doesn't fit well if it can fit for a video and then i donate it like i'm good um but no so uh you know i'm trying to spread our spending around as much as possible so like one of our favorite restaurants we're going to order from lunch from them tomorrow um but you know our our home beauty studio rice beauty company where i got to host a lot of my first podcasts if you guys have seen us um so she uh their studio get um, 30% of whatever people spend this month at Farmhouse Fresh. And Farmhouse Fresh is one of my favorite product lines because it's the product lines that um, they use at the Hershey Spa. So it's like very decadent. Everything smells like chocolate or cocoa or coffee or cupcake, like it's just, ah, oh, And I love to smell like baked goods. So. Um, I literally like my mom's on here, so she already got hers, so she knows, but like I, you know, my mom, my sister, um, some of my besties, they got, uh, care packages from farmhouse fresh. And I used the code rise because I got a free hand cream for everybody. So everyone got my favorite scrub and a free hand cream. And then, um, a percentage of that went back to support our local salon because there was no other way for me to support them at that point. So that's
1: that's really cool. So you, you mentioned like, you know, fragrances and stuff like liking chocolate. I cannot have candles or those little plug in things that smell like chocolate or vanilla in the house or I will eat myself to death. Oh, really? Just smelling that. Oh, I immediately get the munchies. And yeah, I'll, I, I could no, tear not. up a whole bag of uh, uh, Twix.
0: Oh, my goodness. No, I think for me, smelling it curbs that like actually I drink flavored coffee all the time and not flavored with creamer. But like the beans themselves have like a chocolate aroma or a caramel aroma or a blueberry cobbler or whatever, because I like to smell when I drink it. And then I'm like, no, that's good. I don't need to eat it now. I can just smell it. You're a stronger woman than I. I couldn't do <laughs> yeah. um, No, trust me. If anything about my taco dinner says anything, there's no strength going on here right now. All right. So, Kim, um, I did some speaking for you when you were gone. I shared a little bit of your story about how the community supported you with, with your daughter and her cancer. And lots of um, great support coming in for Tracy, whose parents are going through the divorce and and everything. So this is adorable. We've got so many beautiful compliments coming in oh that's my dad so my dad's typing on my mom's Facebook page this is dad love watching this wonderful conversation I'm very proud of you and so glad you're the one doing shopping for mom oh that's so sweet you know yeah and that's the thing you know it's funny um, we have to keep reminding ourselves get out there and support. So this was one of the um, vendors from keystone. I never met this person. Um, She was going to be a first time vendor. Her company is called your gem. And she made these like, really, they're like cloth rainbow earrings and they're metallic and shimmery. And they kind of go with everything because they're not real bright, vibrant rainbow. And she was going to be a keystone vendor. And she had invested in all this product and was so excited. And now, you know, has nowhere to go with it. So I still encourage people, go back to the Keystone website, look at the people who are going to be vendors and, you know, upcoming trans conferences, you know, if conferences keep getting canceled, if people were signed up, support the people who are going to be there the best you can.
1: Yeah. yeah. In fact, let me kind of dovetail off that, going back to uh, Tracy's question or, you know, Mm -hmm. and concern getting involved with the community helped me out a whole lot because I got to meet more and more people and uh, some amazing people, just so many credible walks of life. And uh, it kind of opens your eyes that this isn't, you know, politically might be malign, but character wise and uh, talent wise, it is not a malign community. It's chock full of just amazing people, but there's always places out there for individuals to participate. So there could be a local LGBT community, uh, center or, uh, organization from a school or college that you can participate in, sign up for and do, you know, do what you can do, what you feel comfortable with. But having that connection with people that are similar, I can guarantee you once you start hearing stories and start going through, uh, You know, you start sharing, you know, you and you start hearing them share themselves. There's some synergies and some connections that get made. It doesn't take away pain. It doesn't make it easier, but it gives you the support you need because going through this alone is when it gets hard and when it gets really, really dangerous.
0: Oh, that's incredible advice. And I, I totally agree. Tracy says she has to go eat dinner. I think the parents are ringing the dinner bell so Tracy. i Good love luck. that i love that we have reached out to somebody that i've never met before a young person at home like that we have no idea how many people these podcasts are reaching i'm you know marie hi marie um you know lamana's on here i just you know i can't get over the response that has been slowly growing and growing and growing yeah you're
1: doing a wonderful thing cassandra i think this is going to be an amazing amazing tool
0: I hope so. I hope so. I think I'm now understanding why I do think, you know, the universe pushed me to do this for now. I do honestly believe that because I had, I had no, I mean, my parents will tell you, my husband will tell you, I get very focused on projects, but I never had an obsession to the level of this that it, it kept me up at night until I committed to doing it. And now it, it just all makes sense. And I did a Facebook live for my little podcast room. Same thing. I was obsessed with finishing this podcast room. No idea why, but I finished it just before the pandemic broke out. Like I was doing my first um podcast I think within a week of the stay at home orders, like in this actual room with people. Now I do it from my TV tray, you know, interviewing people cyberly. Um but yeah, I think this was this all happened for a reason. That's Tracy I know you said it's it's a tough time I think that's the only way I can get through it right now as I have to believe there's a reason and I'm just going to do my best to make the best of a really bad situation
1: yeah that was that I'm trying to get things focused but that was one of my epiphanies so you know I cross-dressed for 35 plus years and uh you know I got to that point where I was like this is a part of me and how ha- and it seems like such a like a no-brainer, like, duh, but, uh, you know, you, you push and you bury and you, you know, try to conform all your life. When you have that realization and that epiphany that this is part of you and you are able to get to that place where you can start to embrace yourself and start to appreciate yourself and what makes you tick, I think it opens you up to being empathetic on with other people and also start understanding a little bit more other people and what makes them tick. And I, I think, you know, it kind of takes you from, you know, like being a, a black and white TV to HD TV. Things become a little bit more beautiful and vivid and colorful in your life because you can, now you can relate and now you can connect, whereas before you you couldn't. And I think that you're going to uh, experience that multiple times as you get to know the trans community and you get to connect with those people that are going through those journeys. And then as they blossom, you'll be part of that blossoming process. it will be pretty amazing.
0: I'm excited. We actually have another comment from another young person. Young, I think. I don't. I. I. I don't know this person. Uh, Desiree Payne. Do you know a Desiree Payne? I do. Um, she says, "I am on hormones, and on my own, my parents aren't so understanding of me."
1: Okay. Then that's not the Desiree Payne that I know. Uh, Hi, Desiree.
0: So- well, first of all, um, we're with you. And I'm so sorry that there are people in your life that you are hoping that understand what is going on with you and that they they aren't with you right now. But we're with you and we believe in you.
1: So one of my one of my challenges has been, you know, my my parents and my steps, my my sisters have all kind of pushed me away and don't want to. It's hard to communicate, hard to talk. I refuse to acknowledge you know that I've transitioned um, and that's that's tough I, you know being my age I can pretty much block out communications that, that with people I don't want to have when you're younger you, you, you can't really do that uh, why that's why I think it's so important to surround yourself with people that do validate you and do show you love and do give you support because it, it that can't be minimized, but it comes to looking at yourself in the mirror and appreciating that you're uniquely and wonderfully made and you do have a place in this universe. And there are something there's something great and amazing uh because you're like this. And <laughs> you just don't know what it is yet. But you'll find it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, uh, the more that you share, the more that you open up, um, especially like, you know, Kim was saying to the community, the more you're going to find people like you. I mean, I can tell you, um, I have walked away from more family and more family has walked away from me um, than I still have. But the people I still have in my life are the people that I want in my life. And from a friend's perspective, you know, um, always Usually in my life had a lot of friends, but one of the things that my husband um, helped do for me is when we started our relationship 13 years ago, he came into my life with fresh eyes and he identified people in my life that were very toxic. And um, he was not somebody who said, you don't want to be friends with those people, but he was very conscientious of if somebody that he knew was toxic in my life behaved in a toxic way or hurt me or or did or said something that you know that that was hurtful and painful. He made sure to um, help me focus on the people who were the right people in my life, who did love me and have my best interests. And through kind of that support and guidance and that reinforcement, really helped um, me create the circle that's best for me. But yeah. I, I would say that um, I've lost a lot. I mean, like I've, I've lost a lot of people who should have loved me, who should have fought for me, who should have protected me. Um, I grew up in a very violent home. And um, when I think of all the people who who knew the violence I lived in and did nothing to protect me as a child, mm. shame on them and frankly i am not sorry that they are not in my life and those and that's not even the only reason i've lost people in my life so you know what sweetie i'm i'm not transgender and i felt that pain of the people who were supposed to love and protect me and understand me and didn't um and that's you know that's what happens when when you find your people you'll know
1: i think that's one of those universal things too is you know you know cutting out the the toxicness out of your life, you know. A lot of times when you're a flower and you got it, you're surrounded by a bunch of weeds. You're just happy for the company uh, until you realize, you know, that there's, you know, till they're pulled and you realize how much freer the air is and 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 stuff like that. But yeah, it it it's a struggle. I think everybody deals with it.
0: It's not easy. It is not easy. And I was bullied a lot in school. I was bullied a lot and uh, ostracized a lot. And I can tell you, looking back, the one thing that I'm really proud of is that even though we were all young and I used to think, well, those kids were mean to me because we were young. I was young and I wasn't mean. I still stay true to myself. So no matter what happens to you in your life, the hard times, the mountains that you're gonna have to climb However people treat you, you stay true to your heart. Don't let somebody else's actions change your actions because you will be very proud when you look back one day and said, I followed my heart. I was the nice one. I gave the second chance. I gave the trust. I gave the love. Whatever you had, stay true to you. Um, Don't let anybody kind of derail you into their toxicity. Just, Just hold your head up and you'll make it through. And you'll be Be very proud looking back
1: be that goodness that you want to see and it'll come back to you
0: yeah be the change you want to see in the world so we've got um we've got some oh my goodness all these beautiful comments coming in hannah we all do ashley hang in there um time can sometimes slowly heal the divide from family you have to do you and take care of you They will come around if they truly care about you. And if they don't, then you have a huge trans family here. Aw, thanks, Ashley. Danny Bo, great words, Ashley. It took me a long time to grasp who I am, so I understand others will take longer. Give them time. And Desiree says, thank you. You know, and Kim, you talked about that in your interview, too. That's going to come out this Friday in your podcast. There was a time you thought you had lost everyone, yeah. You thought every, every person that was important to you, you lost. And now you're like your oldest child lives with you.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I've been very, very blessed. And I think that was, she, in fact, she's been really great as far as helping me try to understand <clears throat> uh, how I relate to other people that just don't get it, don't understand. And the, the because it does take some time and it does take some under uh, them reaching out a little bit maybe taking a step forward i had a propensity of wanting to have everybody see from my perspective so that they could understand so it wouldn't be so different and bizarre and weird uh it, it, trying to wrap their heads around being trans so you know i was buying books and pamphlets and you know articles and stuff like that and finally they were like whoa time out i think what's kind of tipped the scales though was, you know, being able to be me and having some honesty that was able to come forth. I didn't have to edit myself. I didn't have to, um, you you know, worry about the closet door being cracked open. And uh, I also didn't have to carry that resentment around anymore. And that naturally flowed from me once I was being authentic and being real. And I, you know, I've always loved, loved my kids immensely, but combining that love with my realness and in my genuineness uh, it created a, it has been such a blessing because our relationship is so good right now
0: yeah so Hannah
1: it, does, says, it does change and it does happen
0: Hannah says so glad you've got that relationship with you girl yeah and you know it is it 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 takes it takes time just just hang in there stay with your heart and it's a journey for everybody
1: You know, uh, one part of it, you know, I'm I'm religious, faith-based. Sometimes those people that that have, you know, were, were my family that have, you know, refused to accept me and, you know, talk behind me, behind my back and stuff like that. I have to make a conscious daily decision to forgive. And that's not forgive and forget. That is to forgive. So when when I feel that anger and that bitterness start building up inside me, I have to consciously say, they just don't understand. They don't get it. Maybe one of these days they will, but until that day comes, I have to believe in me and do me, and I'm going to forgive them. And what that does for me is allows me to recenter myself and refocus myself and, and kind of cast off that negativity and focus on the positivity. But it is a conscious thing that you have to do. You have to like realize that you're getting angry and getting bitter and, you know, and you have to stop it and say, I forgive. Yeah, And sometimes that's a daily, maybe, maybe it's several times during the day depending on what goes on.
0: You know, I always had a hard time with the concept of forgiveness because I've known some pretty horrible people who've done some pretty horrible things. And I thought, how do you forgive that? Um, and, you know, uh, I think that sometimes people can give you an idea or and it takes you a while to absorb it. And somebody had given me um, a, a Christian-themed book, which I'm always kind of a little reserved with, was somebody handing me kind of a religious idea. I need to take it in my own time, but it was called The Shack and it sat on my shelf for two years and everybody kept saying, had you read it yet? Have you read it yet? And I said, no. And then one day I was like, you know, I think I'm ready. Like something was kind of guiding me to that book. And it was just a couple years ago, I think that I finally read it. And it was um, the first, the way that they described forgiveness was the first time I really understood it and I never understood it well until then. And it was, the description in that book was, it's not saying that anything is okay. Right. It's just saying, you no longer have your foot on that person's neck.
1: Yeah, I I viewed it as I had to forgive to empower myself because if I had the power to um, not be bent, By their words or actions, then that was to me forgiveness. And a lot of times you have to forgive yourself too, you know, that you can beat yourself down in such a way that you're bending yourself uh, because of it. But you know, to stand tall and to be proud of who you are and your accomplishments and what you've done, sometimes that means you have to not take the negative with somebody. And the only way to do that is to get it out of your mind and out of your heart And the only way you can do that, in my opinion, is to give it, give it up, forgive it. And like I said, sometimes those hurts are so deep and so great that you're constantly having to go through this process over and over and over again. I know I find myself doing it. Uh, And some, you know, and you feel, well, that's not forgiveness if I'm having to think about it every other day or every day. But I, I think it is because you're focusing on empowering yourself. And that's, to me, forgiveness.
0: Yeah. I think too. um, And we don't, we don't need to um, focus so much on it. But um, one thing that I try to be conscientious of are my own thoughts. And there's times when I get angry and I will remember arguments or fights and I'll re argue in my head. And that happens a lot when I'm walking my dog because it's, one, I have to walk him all the time, but it's, you know, I'm removed, I'm removed from a, a computer screen, I'm removed from music, I'm I'm alone with my thoughts, and it used to scare me how often bitterness would come into my thoughts, and what I, I realized, I had to train the way I thought. And every time something that upset me, or I thought somebody had trans- transgressed against me, I'm probably sounding like a very angry, bitter person. But you know, whenever those memories would come in, where I, I, I had to, I had to force myself to stop, and to think about something positive. And I used to have these jars um, that I, it would be two glass jars. I can show them pictures sometime. I think I have them in my basement and I filled one jar with these glass colored pebbles from like the craft store. And there were times that, especially when I was younger and had to deal with a lot of things that weren't in my personal control, um, that put it forced toxicity in my life. Now I live alone. I'm an adult. I get to decide who's in my life and and a lot of the things about it. Um, but when I didn't have a lot of that control, I used to take, Um, This entire jar of rocks and I would take and drop and I would say something positive like your rainbow today Didn't matter how how big or small it was something I was grateful for something that I was happy about And especially if it was about somebody who I loved who hurt me who I thought Was a good person who I wanted in my life But I didn't want that one argument or that one fight to destroy our relationship I would focus the jar on them And whenever I would be upset and I would think, but this person said this thing to me, I would start dropping the jars, but they did this and they did this and they did this. And it doesn't take away the pain, but it helps fill your heart back up with the other part of them because people aren't black and white. And I do think, I think we're all here doing the best we can. And a lot of times people act towards us and we think that their actions are about us and 99% of the time, when somebody's behaving towards you in any way, positive or negative, it's about what's going on inside of them. A lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, Desiree, I don't know if any of that helps you. Um, she says, I admire and follow so many online myself. That's sweet. Um, Danny's been saying, Amen. Don't let others hate define who you are. Be you, be the best you. Well, I love this. I love this whole beautiful conversation. I think that every Trans Tuesday is just going to become Trans Tuesday in bed with Kimberly Moore. What do you What do you all think? <laughs> like just Just us in bed I'll, with Kim and her ten thousand skirts. i for the next time. I'll clean off some
1: room for more people to sit down.
0: Well, sweetie, um, I know that I am keeping you from dinner. Um, yeah,
1: I need my oldest is probably getting less and less loving. <laughs>
0: Maybe she's in the kitchen dropping those rocks. Like I love my mom. <laughs> like I love D. I love D, even though she's not cooking for me right now.
1: Yeah, I do need to go get her her done. But uh Cassandra, this has been wonderful. Thank you for for having me.
0: Oh, it's been my pleasure. You go cook dinner. I'm gonna wrap up here with everybody, share last couple of thoughts. Um, but if you if you are not getting our newsletter, make sure you sign up, shoot me an email, a Facebook DM. Um, Go on to the MyFeminineHeart.com website because in every week, and I don't overdo my emails, I send an email out saying what the podcasts are that week. So this week, you will hear the beautiful journey of Kimberly Moore. Kim, thanks so much. You have a beautiful night. Go enjoy your dinner. Bye. Bye. Thank you. So I will let Kim Go. Um, But yeah, so if you're not getting our news and our updates, be sure to get your email to me one way or another. Um, But Friday at 5, you will see the podcast drop for Kim. Um, Oh, Hannah's waving. (laughs) Um, I want to thank you all so much for coming out and and joining us tonight. Let me check. I always have a list. I like to be very prepared and make sure that I'm sharing everything with you that I've wanted to share. So we do have Kim's podcast coming up this week. Uh, I'm preparing several Cassandra Storm solo videos at one time. So I'm gonna put a poll on the Facebook page and I hope that you all sign up for it. I wanna know what you wanna see next from me. So our patrons, um, those who subscribe for $9 a month to My Feminine Heart, they get special videos that aren't the interviews and they aren't with with, um, those who have gone through a transition or are top experts. Um, but they're just kind of like my little solo videos of, of popping into my life. So I've done um, a couple videos with photography hacks um behind the scenes how to improve your photography skills your selfie skills um, how to pose you know how to kind of pose more feminine more masculine i've done some cassandra storm solo videos on personal beauty and care like my travel beauty essentials i've literally given myself a facial now on video i put my makeup on um, beginning to end on video so what i'd like to know from you all is um what would you like to see next so I can wrap up kind of the last two self-care ones with the makeup and the facial and show you how to do a whole spa experience at home, including products and techniques for exfoliating your skin head to toe, kind of give yourself that like Hershey spa experience from your own bathroom, which um, I would do now because um, I do those for two reasons. One, for self-care, just my mental self-care. And two, I actually do it as a way to keep my immune system boosted and to stay healthy and to fight off um, if I'm starting to feel sick. I think one of the best things you can do is exfoliate your skin and just get anything dead off of you, soak in the right stuff, soak in some Epsom salts. Uh, so it's kind of, it's for mental health care, but it's also to fight COVID-19. And I think like we need all of that right now at the quarantine. So. The next Cassandra Storm solo video, would you like to see something like that? Or would you like for me to head back into the photography studio? Um, What will be up next is teaching you uh, how to pose kind of more masculine and more feminine, but definitely more flattering for every body type uh, when you are sitting. So um, Hannah, with the cocoa smell too, yes. So I will definitely be talking about some cocoa um, smelling products. I even use the chocolate mud. Um, that the Hershey Spa uses and I'm a big spa person so that's why I'm so passionate about it Um, I am somebody who if you've met me I work really hard I get really stressed out I'm a high-stress person there's two ways I relax the most where I can literally say I'm not going to be on my computer I'm not going to be on my phone and really those two ways are hiking because I can't take my computer into the woods. And a lot of times I don't have cell service. So um, I get removed from that. And then also going to the spa because um, a lot of spas don't let you keep your phone with you. So I'm literally paying um, so that I can go get wrapped up in a robe and taken to a beautiful oasis where somebody like a you know, with the clipboard is saying, ma'am, you can't have your cell phone. So that's one of the reasons I am so passionate about spas because it, it takes either mother nature or a strong personality um, with their rule book to say you cannot be working right now. So guys, let me know. Um, I will put that poll on our Facebook page, um, what you are interested in seeing next from the Cassandra Storm solo. If you missed it last week, Uh, So this coming week, I do like to alternate Um, every other week. I like to have an interview that's a transition journey. And then I like to go the opposite, the following in in previous weeks with interviews from our top experts that are more like informative and educational. So we balance out the informative with the inspirational. So last week, um, if you are struggling at all with working out, um, definitely check out the podcast from last Friday, the one with Megan Hayes. I am working out with her every day, um, every day that I physically can. She kind of, she was tough on me yesterday. I gotta tell you, I felt like an old woman the last 24 hours. Um, Megan is phenomenal. She is a senior trainer of trainers. She's been a senior trainer of Les Mills for 12 years she's been in the fitness industry for 20 years she's done this most of her life because her mom was also a fitness instructor so she actually learned to start teaching fitness stuff as a teen uh, alongside mom I mean this is literally what her bachelor's degree is in is exercise and nutrition so a phenomenal resource we learned, we went through our yoga teacher training together and that's how we became such good friends. She has a private group online. There are some free web um, of exercises of hers online. So if you go to the My Feminine Heart website, myfeminineheart.com and you go to our top experts and you click on Megan. On there I have two of her workouts for free so if you need ones I think it's a strength training ones a Tabata training that she put out there right when the coronavirus broke out she just wanted to keep people healthy and moving um, but she you know she she lost her job her job changed because of because of this crisis because of how everything went down and uh, she is amazing she's pulling through she's literally working at ups she gets up at 3 15 every morning to go haul boxes for three or four hours comes home and she does a facebook live then every morning at like 9 30 and she does it from a private group page so and that page is donation based so it's give what you can um and you know just give what you can uh, just and it's literally just to help keep her going to help keep us going and the the workouts really are phenomenal so if you want to check out some of her free workouts go to the newsletter I send out every week or go to the website you'll find them um also we have a, a phenomenal person who um, our hearts are going out to right now her name's Angela Stever and she is our business and employment guru and I I know that this is a struggle um even in our our own group of talk top experts like Megan herself um, have, have experienced a job change through this. And a lot of us are experiencing that career change either because we're forced into a career change um, or the situation has forced us to evaluate where we are in life and what we want to be doing um, and where we want to go. So, I mean, I can, I can tell you like how I started this interview today, Um, you know, I started off sharing, Hey guys, I had to change my attitude this week because i just was not doing well um i my husband even said he described it as i was taking my business not working during a pandemic as a personal failure um and i've just my heart's been going out to all my friends who are worried about losing their businesses and and there's so much fear and i decided what if i embraced all the fear what if i just said this is going to be awful i may not work this year i may barely be able to cover the overhead of my business. Um, You know, what does that look like? And I embraced the idea of that fear. And I thought, well, then I'm gonna take this year as a gift. If I don't work, it means I've got more time for my feminine heart. And I've got more time to finish up this book I've been writing for, I think, eight years now. And um, I've got a lot of projects. I always have projects so whenever if i work great if i don't you're just gonna see a lot of content from me online i'm just gonna keep putting stuff out there like this uh so i am i am determined to to get through this because we really we don't have another choice at this point so anyway so angela wow um she is brilliant she has phenomenal advice on helping people get employed and this past week her podcast last friday she shared the story of how she took somebody who was mid-transition, struggling. Oh, bye, Stephanie, bye, see you. Um, she's She was struggling through her transition and needed a job and how Angela helped her get her job, get her polished enough to not only get a job, but to keep the job and to make the workplace trans-friendly and what the success was that they had. And Angela is going to be sharing uh, more tips with us. Her next podcast is going to be on what you need to know to update your resume, to keep it up to date, um, make sure you're using the proper formats and fonts because a lot of companies, if you were thinking of a career change, and I know a lot of us are now, a lot of companies use automated systems to read resumes and like basically Times New Roman won't work for it anymore. So, for um, anybody out there that is thinking of you know maybe it's time for a new career check out Angela's podcasts. Um, the first two have been great getting to know her and her stories and the next one's going to be phenomenal so um, I'm going to put that poll out there y'all can let me know what you're thinking uh, what you'd like to see more from Cassandra Storm solo videos but also if you are really connecting with one of our experts and you want to hear more from them or anything like that please reach out reach out to me I would love to hear what you are interested in learning more about, I will get that advice for you. I will pull those experts together. Um, I want to thank all of you for participating tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure to share this journey with you. Um, I can tell you that for me, doing this podcast has kept my spirits high through this process, and it's been an honor to um, share every moment with you, but especially tonight when we had some young people who've been reaching out saying how much you know they needed help or struggling and hearing you know people's love and support out to them i want to thank you all all of you for all your comments it's a pleasure um i'd like to leave you with a quote because motivational quotes are one of my favorite things and we will have that every week um you know what and this actually it fits in it fits in with what we had talked about tonight this is from princess diana so princess diana said Only do what your heart tells you to do. And I think that kind of says it all. So um, take care, everybody. Stay strong. If you need help, reach out. You've got a a beautiful community here that's ready to um, hold your hand through this, because I think we all need that right now. So love you all. Um, Look for the podcast on Friday and catch you on the flip side. Night, everybody.